apologize I apologize I know I am an absolute bitch once again there's it's just been way too long since there's been a pod I am bloody slacking on my end but life has been crazy and I mean crazy like I'm babysitting for 65 families I am applying for jobs actually I'm getting rejected I'm getting an awful lot of rejection recently and I think it's because I put it out there in the atmosphere. I was like, I love rejection. Reject me, baby. Reject me. Now I'm getting rejected all the time. So I'm applying for jobs. I'm not getting them. But not only that, not only that, I think I'm being fucking ghosted. Literally, like one minute you're in their bed, the next minute you're out of their fucking head. I'll tell you that much for free. Now, it's been two days, so like maybe I'm not. Also, he listens to these. So like shout out, are you ghosting me? Because like I will not double message. Like I I just I just I just won't do it. There's more chance of me giving my non-existing granny fucking corona than there is of me like double texting. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like to be honest, if you're not going to message me and you can go two days without talking to me and not miss, not miss all of this, then thank you next. Like, do you know what I mean? But then again, if you listen to this and you're not ghosting to me, hey, what's up? How are you? Do you know what I'm saying? But anyway, rejection. Rejection is, is high in my life right now. It's very high. Like, you know, I, I I love babysitting, I love the kids, light of my lives. They they could be mine, I love them so much. And like, I'm playing tennis, I'm having a good time, but like, a part of me just feels like I'm meant to be in New York, married to some NBA basketball star, living in a penthouse suite apartment in New York. Like, that's what was like set out for me. That's what I was envisioning. Like New York Fashion Week, me walking down, first curve-sized model, not the first, but the first unattractive curve-sized model walking down. Do you know what I mean? Like I would have gotten there, I all of a sudden would have been hot, I would have had good fashion, I would have had good skin. Like I can't cope. Like talking of skin, I've gone on the pill recently and my skin is like, hey, what's up? Hello, let's just build a fucking like a mountain of mountains mountain of mountains on your chin and like my pill actually doesn't help your skin but also the side effects are you know the usual like weight gain pass it on to somebody else this girl don't need to be gaining no more second thing no sex drive when I say in my day-to-day life I think about sex 90% of the time like I'm always thinking about boys and sex and you know you know me by now to say to say if Zac Efron was feeling me up right now, I'd probably still, I'd fall asleep. I'd probably be like, ah, here, leave it out, put it away. Like, have you not heard my sex libido? It's dust. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's tough, it's tough. And the other thing is depression, which like, depression, we all get it. We've all been there, comes and goes, it's part of life. But when I'm getting 
rejected by everything and everyone and then I'm on a pill that could give me depression I'm like I'm asking for this I'm literally signing the dotted line to being fat spotty uh depressed virgin again do you know what I mean like that's kind of the the thing I've signed up for and now I'm being ghosted so do do I even need to be up do I need to be up the pill do I no anyway anyway there's a new boy in the DMs. Don't you be... Oh, were you sitting there for a second thinking, fuck, we're not going to get any content or goss? Were you genuine? Of course I wouldn't do the dirty on you all like that. There's a new boy in the DMs. Actually, I've been talking to this boy on and off for fucking way too long. So we might have a date um this weekend. So I shall keep you updated on all of this. If the boy who possibly isn't ghosting me or is ghosting me is listening, like apologies. Snooze your fucking loots. Do you know what I mean? Um, But anyway... Today we are on to a very, very big topic in my life. Now, I didn't know whether I was going to come on and do this one or not, just because it's like a close family friend. Everybody going to know who it is from those two words. Um, But do you know what? I was on the way home from Bay's house the other day and I stopped in a shop. I won't say any shops or names in case people guess who it's about. And he was actually working and we had a chat and I was like, you know, I love you, but this is a fucking iconic story. Probably a two-parter because there's so much I'm going to have to get through today that needs to be told. And he was like, do you know what? Fuck it. Because he was like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And obviously, like, I don't, if people don't want me to do it about them, obviously, like, I don't want to do it. But at the same time, you signed the deadline, you made your bed, you showed your cards. Do you know what I mean? And also, I'll change your name. So it's absolutely fine. Let's not be panicking. What am I going to call this guy? I think I'm going to call him Neil, which is such a cop out but I think I'm gonna call him Neil anyway so basically let's get down to the nitty gritty so this boy ladies and gents this is just gonna melt your fucking hearts it, it's gonna melt your fucking hearts this boy was my first ever kiss in life my first ever fucking kiss and like I know I may not come across as like you know a romantic girl living in a fairy tale you know I'm more of like literally gone all fuck boy or something but I am a hopeless romantic like I am like and like the thought of me ending up with a person who was my first kiss like that like when I meet like girls and they're like oh my boyfriend was my first I'm like that was never going to be me that was never ever going to be my life and I'm so jealous because it's so cute but also what if your boyfriend shit in bed have you ever thought about this yes I will pay for your counseling do you know what I mean like it's a tricky one it is a tricky one but anyway having said all that I am jealous of them and it, it is really cute and like I don't know with this guy that definitely added something to it because it was like okay he was like my first ever kiss. We're family friends. Like it just was cute. It was cute. It was cute. But anyway, as we got, so sorry, let me tell the story of our first kiss because I just got to pass over that. Was I, who am I? Who am I? So basically we're in his house and I was literally like, I don't know, like five or six years old and we're in his room. We're playing with like his like toys or whatever. And basically he had this favorite teddy bear and he was like, oh my God, Martha, the teddy just told me that if you don't kiss me, that the teddy will die. And I was like, oh fuck oh fuck pucker up I would have kissed you anyway I would kiss you anyway but pucker up I was like we cannot let this teddy die um so he's like can we five seconds or else the teddy will die so we had our first kiss and like to be honest we're fireworks 
were they were they happening no no they weren't happening but like it was still cute and it's still like a nice little memory that it was him you know after that i don't think we kissed again so clearly they weren't fucking fireworks weren't happening for him either but anyway so as we got older like we kind of like we're family friends we saw each other the odd time um you know like he literally lives like five seconds away from my house so like we do see each other they're good they're a good bit you know what i mean but basically with him like as we got a bit older I was like okay like do you know what I mean like I'm not actually like I did, like I, I kind of came to see him more of like a cousin vibe do you know what I mean like we we're just such good friends that it was like it would never even come to that and then I think it was like four years ago Christmas Eve every Christmas Eve we always meet up because it's like tradition so it's Christmas Eve I'm in a famous pub in Greystones and he ends up being there. We spend the night together and we're walking home and I'm like 50 sheets to the wind. Like I am absolutely guy We end up bes- beside like a fucking poster somewhere shifting the face off each other and like my best friend's family are home for Christmas. They're all like watching. Like it was genuinely like something like from a fucking horror movie Um, and I was the lead role. Like I was the serial killer. Like that's how bad this was. So after this, he was like texting me. He's like, can we go on a date? Can we go on a date? I think we should. And I was like, do you know what? Not a fucking hope in hell. We're just friends and that's just the way, that's just the way it is. But like, I was like, no, like not, like I love you, but like never ever in that way okay so that was that that was grand and then what happened was was that I so sorry so then he had a girlfriend for like two years oh oh my god if I forgot to bring the girlfriend back into this please somebody give me a shout out to remind me and I'll put it in the second one even though maybe I'll get it all done I don't know anyway back to the story so he has a girlfriend for two years. I have boyfriends, whatever, having a great, we're both having a great time. And then um, I am at my friend's mom's 60th and I'm on the way home. I stop in Bray to like meet all the hockey girls, all having a boogie. And then I see Neil with this woman he works with and they're on a night out in Bray and it's just then too. And this woman he works with is literally like 50. I'm like, what are you doing? So anyway, I ditch all the hockey girls and spend the whole night dancing with them and like, tears be streaming down my face they'd be streaming literally like oh my god it was just such a fun night like we were just pissing ourselves the whole night having such good laws so then anyway i ended up giving them both a lift home because i wasn't drinking at the time and drop them off at his house and he's literally like i really like you i want to go on a date and i'm like not a hope in hell we're just friends and he's like no 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 please let me bring you on a date and i'm like honestly would you like get the boat like not a hope in hell and basically he was like come on like we have to go on a date he's like we can go on a date as friends and like just see how it goes like just friends hanging out and I was like okay well like if we go it's literally as friends and nothing more and he was like yeah fair 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 so anyway then he just leans in and starts fully shifting the face off me and I'm like oh my god like how did this even just fucking happen so he gets out of the car and I'm like oh hallelujah I'm like fucking hell like just like he's like my cousin like I I what am I doing like there's literally no romantic feelings here like it's just a friendship thing so then anyway literally the next day I got a text from him being like hey I just got us tickets to go and see Greece the musical and I'm like sorry every time I'm like we went to Greece people are like what the fuck he brought you to Greece I'm like the musical don't get excited but anyway so the next literally the next night we went to the musical and oh my god it was iconic like we went and when we got there we were sitting like close to the front but we were like surrounded by people and we were like, oh fuck, we don't wanna be here because, sorry, this was like, I'd say this was like last October. And I, we were like, fuck this, like we wanna like chat and like sing along. So we sat at the very back. 
the, the guy working there literally we nearly got kicked out like four times we kept getting in trouble this guy we were calling him ponytail because he had a ponytail it was just I was crying of laughter like we did listen to one word but anytime a song was on we were about like up dancing and singing and I was like do you know what do you know what he's good crack and like not many people are good crack these days like it's very difficult to find people who have a fucking sense of humor I think we can all come to terms with this and I was like we're very similar we're the same banter we're up for anything I was like fuck maybe maybe like this is this is a good person for me to be with do you know what I mean so anyway we're there singing dance and have a great time and then all of a sudden hopelessly devoted to you comes on and what does he do what does he do fucking leans in and starts kissing me and I was loving it I was singing from the rooftops baby having a great time so then I was like oh shit I actually think like I do like him like I I think I like him so I was like fuck like I just did not see this coming at all um so and then like in the midst of this there was other guys kind of floating about who I was kind of seeing and I was like fuck what am I doing with myself so anyway basically that night I drove I was driving so I drove us home and like we were having like such great chats in the car and then we met up again like a few times to like go for walks and stuff like that um and then I decided that I was gonna go to a party and remember the party that I was telling you guys about so at this party I met the VR boy who made me watch the virtual reality porn lol iconic if you haven't listened to that podcast what are you doing go back and listen and then number two, I kissed the two brothers as well. So this was kind of at the start of me seeing Neil. So like that night when I was leaving, I ended up, Neil ended up, oh God, he's going to listen to this. like, you're a fucking bitch. Neil, I love you. I'm sorry. He ended up getting a bus to Bray and then we ended up going back to mine together. So we're back at mine and like we did bits, but like nothing too much and like we were both so drunk like didn't even I actually the entire time we're together there's only one time I remember actually getting with him because every time we were both like we just are the worst people for each other to be around when drinking because we just encourage each other to get absolutely shit-faced so anyway he stayed over mine literally to go to work at six in the morning his fucking alarm was going off the taxi man is outside I'm like you do know if Barry finds out that you're here in my bed he'll have a heart attack because you're literally like he's known you since you were like three years old like get the fuck out of my house so anyway then I decided do you know what he I have to invite him to my graduation like he needs to come as my date to my graduation for my master's so I invited him to come but this was at the point where I started to realize he was like a bit unreliable now when I say a bit unreliable he becomes the most unreliable fucker I've ever met my entire life but this is at the start so he's just like a little bit unreliable like you know like would kind of be a bit late or wouldn't really show up to stuff but like I hadn't experienced the worst of it let me fucking tell you so basically um we he came to my graduation and to be fair he was iconic came to the dinner chatting away to the family then after we went to sam's bar in town and he just like insulted my entire course so basically there's one girl who is like the most nicest um innocent girl ever like she's just so gorgeous and her boyfriend and he's like chatting to them and he's like oh like like I didn't see him the whole night like he was chatting to everyone else and that's like my dream man my dream man we go out together he chats to everyone I chat to everyone have a bit of gas banter with each other in between and at the end of the night we meet up and tell each other about our nights like that is like sign the dotted line 
So he goes over to this couple anyway, really innocent. And he's like, oh, so are you guys blowing? So are you in the masters? And they were like, the girl was like, oh, I was in the masters. This is my boyfriend. He was like, oh, how long have you guys been together? They were like five years. And he was like, oh, Jesus, you know what they say after five years? And they're like, oh, yeah, we know. Everybody keeps telling us like we need to get married. Haha. And he goes, Jesus, I wasn't talking about marriage. I was talking about anal. Like these people think of the most innocent adorable people you've ever met in your life and he fucking said that I genuinely nearly fucking died then he went on to tell a Finnish girl in my course that Finnish people are the driest of the whole lot like excuse me what come again um he told uh two girls who were going out with each other that uh they were the only hot lesbians he'd ever seen in real life like honestly he needs to be cancelled he he must be cancelled but at the same time kind of iconic do you know what i mean like outrageous but iconic do you know what i'm saying so anyway um so yeah so basically came to my graduation that was great and then it was from there on out that like it literally became like a fucking disaster so like I would be like, okay, like, what are we doing tonight? He'd be like, oh, we're meeting up, we're going for drinks. Like, 100%, 100%. We'd be meeting at 7, 10 to 7. Hey, sorry, I can't come tonight. Oh, I have to go to work. Oh, I'm going out with the lads. Oh, like, just so annoying. Would not reply to text for, like, a week. Like, the guy that I'm convinced is fucking ghosting me right now hasn't replied in two days. I'm like, oh, it's over, just see you later. Like, this guy wouldn't reply for a week and would think it's completely fucking normal like that's not fucking normal at all so anyway he was just a fucking liability pain in the arse drank too much drove me fucking insane so I was like okay Grant dust done see you later so like ciao adios nice knowing you so basically I called him and he was like hey I'm in the gym can I call you later I was like no it's serious I need to talk to you now like so fucking dramatic but anyway so basically he answered the phone in the gym like on the fucking treadmill I was like would you get off the fucking treadmill Jesus Christ even though even though he has aged like a fine wine because he started working out loads and I think he looks fucking fantastic but that's a story for another day but anyway so I'm like get off the fucking treadmill so I was like here look like we've been friends our whole lives and I feel like this is actually gonna ruin everything because you're just so fucking annoying um, and he was like, yeah, fair. Like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So like, that's fair enough. Like, do you know what I mean? Grant. So basically we ended things. And then the ne- the day after we ended things is when I went on the first date with Vior boy. And when I finished the date with the Vior boy, got on the dart, got off the dart. And who do I see but Neil? And we're fully like singing Mamma Mia to each other, like in the street. Like I'm telling you right now, like if we were to get married, like we would have like a Mamma Mia themed wedding. Like it would be like the best night of everyone's lives. Like it would just be iconic. Like our song was what's that playing on the radio? Like iconic. We had a song from the first news going on to see each other. And like, oh, like it, he was just iconic. Like it was such like, an iconic thing because like our families know each other and like he's just a fucking hoot and a half but anyway turn into a fucking disaster so I'm seeing Viora boy and then during Christmas I fucking had a loose one and a half like I went fucking crazy so what did I decide to do now this is iconic you're all gonna fucking love this so what I decided to do was one day me and my best friend are sitting in a cafe and I look at her and I go okay you're not gonna believe me but I'm doing no dick January and she was like, fuck off, Mark. Like, you can't do no dick Monday. Like, you couldn't do a day of it. Fuck off. And I was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I was like, I've destroyed myself. I've embarrassed myself. I'm a liability. My family don't want to know me anymore. Like, I need to fucking control, 
like my fucking vagina and I need to do no dick January. So we took out a napkin. I'd say I still have the napkin up in my room and basically the napkin was like, no dick January, the rules are, I wasn't allowed to text a boy. I wasn't allowed to tease Tinder. I wasn't allowed to meet up with boys. I wasn't allowed to do anything. If I thought about meeting up with a boy, I had to go to the gym. And like, it was this whole thing. We both signed it, signed, sealed, delivered. And the winner, uh, the loser had to bring the winner to the Stella. It was so like, I'd have to bring her, she'd have to bring me. So the bet started on New Year's Eve at one in the morning so that I had an hour to get the shift on New Year's Eve. Like, such a loyal friend to give me that hour. So basically, I'm literally, like, also, also, sorry, rewind. What, like, what a year to do no dick January. Like, we've made up for it. We've fucking made up for it. Don't you be worrying. But, like, no dick January and there's a pandemic in March. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, that was the biggest the kick up the arse I've ever gone. Never, ever, ever limit yourself, ladies and gents. Don't. Like, fuck it. Like, who cares if you're being too crazy? Who cares if you're having a bit of crack? Just because everybody else is bloody boring doesn't mean that you need to put a fucking chastity belt on just because, like, you feel like you can't enjoy yourself because you're being a bit too loose. Be too loose. Being too loose is better than being too fucking boring and having nothing to talk about. So anyway, I was such a fucking gobshite. Never, never, ever, ever, ever again. So anyway, basically, um, no took January, got through it, and at the end of January, I ended up getting really, really sick with a really bad cough, got told that I had, one of my lungs was damaged, was pumping sweat with a really high temperature and had, was told to go to hospital, but I didn't go. And cause like obviously Corona wasn't a thing in January. So I fully am convinced that I had Corona. A week later, my dad literally was on death's door as well with the exact same symptoms. So anyway, no dick January ended up in me getting Corona. Does that just sum up how dick is necessary for you to stay healthy? Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, January ends and my best friend comes down to the house and she's like, okay, let me just go to your phone to make sure like you haven't texted any boys. And I'm there, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, take my phone, like so fucking proud of myself. Literally at 20 past one on New Year's Eve, Neil fucking texted me saying, where are you? And I replied saying, in the martello. So I fucking lost the bet because a half an hour after the bet started, I replied to a fucking boy. Like how frustrating, how frustrating. But anyway, more iconically, I went out on New Year's Eve with a couple, which was a bit of a weird shout, but actually a great fucking night. And ha- saw this boy that I fancied so I went up to him I was like at 12 o'clock find me we'll be each other's New Year's Eve kiss so I got the shift that was pretty iconic so anyway after January um February came along who was I seeing in February I think I think we were we were riding solo getting back on the tinder vibe all that kind of thing so anyway then choir came along and got with one of my exes which was so stupid but sure look sure listen like desperate times desperate measures do you know what I mean like it's quarantine, life is depressing, lockdown. I'm gonna lock down that dick, do you know what I'm saying? Um. So anyway, then basically, when we were like starting having people in our garden, I invited Neil and his brother. His brother, shout out, is my favorite human in the world, iconic, legendary. Actually went for dinner with his brother recently and shout out to a girl in Sonny's who was literally the love of my life and he should have her own fucking podcast because she's literally iconic. She came over and she was like, I'm a massive fan and I'm just obsessed with her. Also got the nicest message I've ever received in my life from a girl last night. 
And to be honest, like they both have just like restored my faith in doing this because obviously I don't get paid for this. And like, obviously I have loads of listeners, love you all. But like, sometimes I'm literally like, oh God, this takes up so much time and effort. And like, I adore doing it, but I'm like, oh God, I should be doing this instead or I should be doing that instead or like whatever. But like, they've kind of made me realize that like, no, fuck it, keep working on it, keep getting more listeners by you, telling your friends, families, cousins, like tell your granny, she might have a heart attack, but like she'll go out hopefully laughing or like die literally of heart attack from shock of the shit that I talk about. But so by you guys like spreading words and everything will obviously help this to hopefully get bigger and hopefully one day become something massive um so yeah thank you so much but yeah like people coming up to me and people matching me like it means the world like it honestly means so much to me and you're all adorable and love you and thank you so much for the sport you're so cute but anyway also on a fucking side note while I've been applying for these jobs that I'm getting rejected from I've taken off about my podcast off my website off my cv and everything and do you know what like I think I'm not getting these jobs because I'm fucking lying about myself and something that I'm so proud of and I put so much hard work into um and like god forbid like an employer in like obviously i'm applying for jobs in my industry in media like god forbid somebody sees i have a podcast where i talk about like young like everyday life like yes i talk about sex it's the most natural thing in the world like get over it but anyway so i definitely think in future i'm not gonna lie about the podcast whatever people think they can fucking think like it's me they're gonna find out about it eventually and i'm proud of it so yeah fuck it Anyway, got so sidetracked there. What was I even talking about? So February, March, started. Oh yeah, so we're like three people in the garden. Neil and his brother comes over. We're having drinks and like, I was probably like, we're friends, we're mates, whatever. We end up kissing that night. I'm like, wait, Stacey's. And then we're kind of seeing each other again. I'm like, how the fuck has this happened? But like, when I say, when I say, I have never dealt. He was worse than before. Like he like it was locked down as well. So like there was literally nothing else going on exciting in our lives. He couldn't reply. He would bail. Like I remember, I'll never forget it. One day we were meeting up and it literally was like, we were meeting up in like 10 minutes. And he was like, sorry, I can't come. It's like, are you fucking serious? And his friends were like, he's so fucking unreliable. Like I had people over one night and his friends were coming. And this was like, obviously like only quite recently and his friends were coming and not one word of a lie he was like ah fuck it will we just go somewhere else and his friends were like no we're going to Martha's and he's like ah like will we just go somewhere else that's all I don't care like like he's seeing me and he didn't even want to fucking come to my house like what like I don't understand this but anyway sorry I feel like there's so many iconic stories that I'm not telling about this okay so number one the one iconic story was so one night me and my dad went to his house for a barbecue when you were allowed like two other people in your garden so me and Barris went and we were kind of back on and it was kind of great whatever so during the night we did like a performance me and him always do performances we did at my birthday as well um of the song um but do 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 uh, uh, uh. so good to be seen so good to be heard what is that song so, oh my god I can't. anyway the high school musical song we sing it together all the time it's like our go-to duet we're fully like performers when we're together and um we're at his house we're performing like at my birthday like we were a full-on couple like everyone was like oh clearly they're going out um at this barbecue we were like the same and then he ends up getting really drunk and like everyone's gone upstairs and that's grand and we're kissing and he's basically like come here to me let's pretend I have to make up a name for this he's like come here to me Alice 
And I looked at him and I go, Alice, Alice, he called me his ex-girlfriend's name. Yes, yes, his ex-girlfriend's fucking name. Like, I've never, ever, ever in my life experienced something so fucking horrifically tragic. I was like, oh God, I need to leave. I need to. Now, to be fair, he went upstairs and got sick like five seconds later. Still not acceptable. Not fucking acceptable. So, and also during the night, she told about 25 stories about her. I was like, well, we should we invite her over? Should we give little Alice a fucking call? Get her out in her bike. <laughs> Get her out in her bike to fucking Greystones. Really? Like, oh, I'm getting angry. I'm getting fucking angry now. So anyway, that was a fucking disaster. And like, I remember one night, like I was out for dinner and we were going, we were going to go for a drink after. And then he just bailed. So I went home, took my makeup off in my pajamas in bed. And he goes, hey, I'm on the way down now. I can come now. I was like, you bailed two hours ago. Like, you need to give a girl a bit of warning. So I just got up and like put clothes on, no makeup, looked to state and just went down for a drink. Like, it was just so fucking all over the place. And he kept being like, oh, like you're the perfect girl, but it's the wrong time. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, spill me more shit like that. And I'll honestly have to fucking knock you out. Like, if it's the right girl, the time doesn't fucking matter. So don't come at me with that shit. Like, literally like I've had longer relationships with a fucking bag of chocolate digestives than I've had with this boy do you know what I mean like when we're seeing each other it literally lasts a hot there's a hot five seconds of him being all right and then you just turn into a fucking disaster like I can't fucking cope like it actually was just ridiculous but then it was like Christmas and we went to see Wham Wham, we didn't go to see Wham. We went to see the muse the movie last Christmas with Wham. The shittest movie of all time. But then like because we were there, we were having good crack, we like got drunk before. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if we were to have kids, the baby would come out with a glass of wine in one hand and a karaoke microphone in the other hand. Do you know what I mean? Like he was so iconic that like I wanted it to work, like, but it just wasn't going to. But anyway, I think I'm gonna call this podcast Rocket Man because basically this is we we're coming to the end. We need to end on a fucking iconic story. He's gonna kill me. He doesn't even know this because like he's not aware of the circumstances. But anyway, fuck it. So basically, he's called Rockman because we fucking love. We buzz off Elton John. Like Elton John, he got the fucking book for Christmas. Like big fans, big fans of Elton. I saw him once at an Elton John concert, and I've seen him at all the Take That concerts. Like we're actually perfect for each other. Mamma Mia take that Elton John Greece musicals singing dancing literally hugging and loving like that that's that's what our lives would have been if he wasn't a fucking asshole well no love him greatest human alive but still an asshole and um so anyway basically what when was this oh sorry so I was working on a show uh in RTE and he was out for drinks with his friends and he was like oh my god on the way home definitely come and like come for a drink with us so I was like okay grand literally showed up in like leggings after working like a 12 hour shift up in the mountains looking an absolute state so show up and we're having a drink and basically we all end up going back to his for more drinks and we end up staying over so they take into consideration I had to be up the Dublin mountains the next morning at nine o'clock so I was like okay stressed have to be up early whatever so basically we're in now his oh my god like if his mom is listening to this praise the lord she's gonna kill me she's gonna kill me apologies love you forever and always 
she would never let a human enter his bedroom. Like, it's not allowed. It's one of the things that, like, it's it's just was a no-go. An absolute no-go. Anyway, one night, I end up sneaking into the bedroom. You know yourself. Don't worry. Like, nothing. Like, it was very much, again, just touchy-feely. Like, nothing actually happened. So, actually, to be fair, any time, like, literally, this is the only time I remember stuff happening. Every other time, you're fucking obliterated. But I'll tell you who does remember. I'll tell you who does fucking remember. One of my poor friends walked in on us. Yeah. Fuck. I feel so sorry. Fuck. Like, if you're listening, I will send you the money for the counselling. Like, oh my God. I can't even imagine the trauma she must be going through right now she probably like has flashbacks of it every night when she goes to sleep oh my god the the poor poor girl oh my god but anyway so this night we're in the bed things are getting touchy-feely i always these days i'm kind of always ending on a sex story which we love to see even though no sex took place here unfortunately so we're in bed things are getting touchy-feely and basically i'm touching an area you know such a place and we're both having a great time. He's enjoying himself. And all of a sudden, bam a lam lam Like there is, I don't know how to say this without saying it. Basically, he's he's really enjoyed himself. He's had a fucking whale of a time. And you know what happens when a guy has had a whale of a time. It's just, you know, there's, a, there's an eruption, an explosion. So anyway, that happens. But to this day, I do not fucking know how. I do not know how if there's a doctor out there or like a sex expert even though it wasn't necessarily facing up it it just came up (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this but anyway it came up and basically just it just it just went into my hair okay now like there's worse things have happened we've all heard like sex stories that are like fucking disgusting it's like this is the worst thing but anyway it was it was it was in my hair so obviously we're both a bit drunk I was just like fell asleep kind of forgot about it to be honest so anyway the next morning my alarm goes off at seven I realized that I don't have a key to get into my house so I'm locked out so anyway Oh my god, if Barry ever listens to this, like I'm going to be disowned as his fucking daughter. <laughs> so anyway, basically I call him and he's like, I'm halfway down the fucking beach. Like, what do you want? I'm like, I need a key. So anyway, I walk down to the beach. I walk halfway down the beach to get a key off him. And then he's like, I'm walking back and driving home. So like, we'll just go together. Literally sitting in the car, I come to remember, come, excuse the pun, to remember there is literal cum in my fucking hair on the side facing him. So all he has to do is turn around. So like I'm pulling down the mirror looking at myself to see it. Like to be fair, obviously you can't see anything. But like I could feel it. It was like hard. It was like dried it. Uh, oh, no. I'm actually going to be sick. I'm actually going to project. I vomit. So I literally ran home and to say I had a shower 50, 50 hours long. Like... I'm like I'm still scarred I'm still scarred from that moment but anyway what we need to take away from this situation this situation is to watch where the explosion no I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking what we need to take away from this is that 
Know your fucking worth, ladies and gents. And even if he's great fucking crack and he's great looking and he's the nicest guy ever and he's family friend and you feel like you need to give them more chances, you fucking don't. You just don't. Like, there's there's better out there, as I say, even though I'm probably being ghosted right now. Um, there's, there's literally guys and girls out there who will literally be obsessed with you and want to see you all the time and will reply to your messages and won't bail five minutes before you're meant to fucking see them. And, like, it was hard, it, like each time for me to end it because like he's so nice and like I wanted it to work I think as well the history of us made me want it to work um which isn't like the right reason to want like I should have wanted it to work because I was like mad about him rather than just because like it's iconic <laughs> great content for the pod as I keep saying but um yeah like lovely guy wish him all the best hope he doesn't end up with fucking Alice again the bloody bitch no I'm joking but um yeah iconic as I said our kids would have been iconic the wedding would have been iconic but your look he missed the fucking boat get to the back of the queue honey I'll see you soon love ya Mars <laughs>